It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. My name is Spencer, and I decided to read the dictionary today and every day for the rest of my life. Let's talk about some words. Let's see. The first word in this episode is drop ship. Two words. Drop ship. This is a verb from 1999. We are starting with transitive. To ship from a manufacturer or wholesaler directly to a customer instead of to the retailer who took the order. And uh, the example of the thing that is shipping is goods, products, things that you can buy. So the manufacturer makes the goods or the wholesaler uh, acquires the goods and then they go, they get shipped and dropped off to the customer uh, instead of the person who ordered it. So, for instance, you can buy something on a an, an online retailer, an online store, like, say, Amazon or something like that, and uh, then it could be shipped uh, from the person who is making it straight to you instead of Amazon sending it to you. Um, yeah, drop ship, drop ship. It's pretty new. Intransitive is to ship goods from a supplier directly to a customer. That's it for drop ship. Let's see. I think let's what, what's what's going to be the sound effect. We will go. Uh, doodle-doo. The next word is drop shot. Two words. Noun from 1908. A delicately hit shot, in like in tennis or squash, that drops quickly after crossing the net or dies after hitting a wall. So the net would be the example in tennis. Uh, you hit the ball uh, and it goes right over the net and then but it, because it was hit so, so gently that it just falls right after the net and it, it makes it very difficult for the other team, the other person to uh, hit it back. Uh, and then hitting a wall, uh, that would be in squash or maybe racquetball. Um, just the way that it was hit, so gently, it hits a wall, and then it just goes straight down to the ground and probably bounces, and so the other, the other squasher, the other racquetballer doesn't have a chance to hit it. Volleyball, I think, would be another one with a net. Just goes right over the net, and then falls. Drop shot. The next word is funky. It is, uh, dropsical. D-R-O-P- S-I-C-A-L, adjective from 1673. It's it's sort of like whimsical. That has the last same letters at the end. But this is dropsical. I've never heard this word. Number one, the synonyms are turgid or turgid. I think it's turgid, right? Turgid and swollen. Dropsical. Huh. And number two is relating to or affected with dropsy, which is our next word. So maybe that's going to give us some more information because there's no etymology for dropsical. It's your popsicle that you drop and then you pick it up and you eat it and it's now a dropsical. Boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Dropsy. 
Noun from the 13th century. It's drop with an S-Y. So the synonym is edema, E-D-E-M-A. And I think that is when uh, your legs usually kind of get swollen, uh, which makes sense because dropsical, one of the synonyms was swollen. And I think it gets filled up with water. And uh, so you get you got a lot of like water and stuff in your legs. That's edema. That's also called dropsy, probably something that we don't use anymore. Um, and it's called dropsy because, let's see, it's from the Latin hydropisis, hydropisis, from the Greek hydropes, which is from hydror, hydor, hydor, h-y-d-o-r, hydor, hydor. That means water. So it's it it came from water. It's it's now this is interesting because dropsy. If I think of edema, I think oh well they use the word dropsy because all the water is dropping down because of gravity to your legs. But that doesn't seem like what it is at all. It's just literally an evolution from the word water, the Greek word for water. So uh, because your legs are filling up with water, you got the dropsy and you are dropsical if you're turgid and swollen or if you got the dropsy. Hmm. Yep. Can't imagine that we use these anymore. Drop tank, two words, noun from 1943. An auxiliary fuel tank for airplanes that can be jettisoned as when empty. So if you run out of fuel, if you take the fuel from this drop tank, and then I guess when it's empty, you can drop it, drop the tank, but then it's just going to land somewhere random. Why would you want to do that? I feel like you would want to hold on to it, right? Where, why, why would they be dropping? I mean, maybe for weight purposes, they would want to get rid of it. Um, and and are there certain kinds of planes that use drop tanks? Never heard of that one. Yeah, it, it, in 1943, it's probably military-related, World War II. So yeah, it was probably military planes. They needed extra fuel. They used the fuel from the, this extra tank. They dropped the tank. Where? I don't know. And then they move on. Drop top. Two words with a hyphen. Noun from 1986. And it is a convertible automobile. And I believe, wasn't it in the previous episode? I'm trying to find it. It was the same kind of thing, but it was British. It was drop drop head. Here we go. Yeah, convertible automobile was a drop head. And in America, we also call it a drop top because the top is getting dropped. Drop that top. Drop volley. Two words. Noun from 1907. A drop shot. It's a callback to earlier in this episode. A drop shot made on a volley in tennis. Well, what, how is that different than just a regular drop shot made on a volley? Isn't that when you're volleying back and forth, that's what all tennis is? You're just going back and forth, uh, hitting it. You hit it, the other person hits it. You hit it, the other person hits it. That's a volley. I, don't, I guess I don't know enough about tennis to know. Maybe there's a different definition for volley that I'm just not aware of. 
but it's a it's just a drop shot. Uh, ping pong, that's another game with a net that you could uh, have a good drop shot. Boop, 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 boop. Drop zone, two words, noun from circa 1943. Maybe the drop zone is where you're aiming to drop the drop tank. Uh, it is also the area in which troops, supplies, or equipment are to be airdropped. Also, the target on which a skydiver lands is the drop zone. Yeah, that's the one that we probably are aware of more because uh, there's less, there's, uh, I don't know, more people doing uh, military things or more people skydiving. I don't know. I did do skydiving once, and so I had to uh, aim for the drop zone. Luckily, there was an instructor attached to my back, and so he knew where we were going and how to get there, because I probably would have screwed up royally. The drop zone. Aim for the drop zone. You gotta hit the drop zone with your feet. And that's the drop zone. Uh, dropping supplies. That's another good one. If uh, some places are uh, low on supplies, they got some uh, problems going on in their area, you gotta drop some stuff for them. Make sure there is nobody around the drop zone. Next is droshki. We have finished all of the drop words. We have droshki, spelled D-R-O-S-H-K-Y, or you can take out the H and it becomes droshki, droshki, droshki. And this is a noun from 1805. Any of various two- or four-wheeled carriages used especially in Russia. 1805. I don't know if we have a whole lot of carriages going on these days. This was uh, over 200 years ago that this was uh, invented. Um, and uh, yes, of course, this is from the Russian. They probably say Drozhki or Drozhki. It is spelled D-R-O-Z-H-K-I. But when it is spelled with the Russian uh, Cyrillic alphabet, I think that's the right word, uh, it's got different characters. Um, Drozhki is also from Droga, which means pole of a wagon. And I don't understand what that means. The pole of a wagon became a carriage. Maybe we should post a picture on social media at DictionaryPod of this Drozhki to see what this carriage looks like. Next is Drosophila. Drosophila. D-R-O-S-O-P-H-I-L-A. Noun from circa 1829. Any of a genus of fruit flies used in genetic research. Are these the types of fruit flies that everybody uses when they're doing their, their testing? I had a lot of friends in high school who were in a more advanced science class than I was, and they got to do fruit fly stuff which I think is pretty common. So, uh, draw Drosophila, that's this fruit fly. The name, oh, the genus name is also Dros, oh, Dros, yeah, Drosophila. Drosophila. And that name comes from the Greek Drosos, which means dew, D-E-W, like the dew on a little ladybug's head. 
Um, and then also the phila, it's just a suffix, which means fill, P-H-I-L, which I guess we will learn about what that means when we get to the peas. Something about dew. It's the, the fruit fly drinks the dew. It's smaller than the dew. I don't know what else. Drosophila. Should we post a picture of one of these on social media? Sure, let's do that. Boop, 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 boop. Next is dros or dros, D-R-O-S-S, noun from before the 12th century. One, the scum that forms on the surface of molten metal is dross. Whoa, that's hardcore. Molten metal, and as it starts to cool, the surface is the thing that's going to cool first, and so uh, it's it it's uh, it's some sort of scum. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm sure I've seen videos of this that maybe you could like lift off the scum. It's like milk, milk. Uh, the, the, the the top layer of milk is a scum. It's so scummy. Um, hmm. I didn't know that that had a name because, you know, I'm dealing with molten metal every day and I never heard of dross. That's a joke. Number two for dross is waste or foreign matter. And the synonym is impurity. Ooh, it's so impure. Number three, something that is base, trivial, or inferior. Not as good as the other things. Hmm. Yeah, my, my brain isn't quite uh, woken up yet. I don't know. I, I guess I got nothing much to say about these. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, this is from the Old English dross, which means dregs. It's the dregs of the thing. It's the the bottom of the barrel. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants the scum on the surface of molten metal. Drossy or drossy, that is an adjective. Next is drought. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can spell this and pronounce it. It's D-R-O-U-G-H-T, drought, or you can spell it... Uh, D-R-O-U-T-H, and then you would say drouth. I did not know that that was also an okay way to say this word. Drouth or drought. Noun from before the 12th century. One, a period of dryness, especially when prolonged. Specifically, one that causes extensive damage to crops or prevents their successful growth. This is a big problem, and this is only getting worse with climate change. So if you have any say in changing uh, plans, changing uh, policies, changing the way a corporation, a company does things, please help us to make these changes so we don't make climate change any worse and uh, don't have so much drought or other climate-related problems. Uh, was there, there was the, the Grapes of Wrath, that was all about the big old drought in the, what, early 1900s, and there's the, the Dust Bowl, you know, through like Oklahoma and Kansas and all that stuff, and, um, it's a, it's a big problem, it's a, the people, the people need to grow their food, and if there's a drought, they can't grow their food so good, so they don't eat so good, and the, the people and the animals, uh, starve, and it's a, it's bad, it's so bad. Number two. 
a prolonged or chronic shortage or lack of something expected or desired. So this isn't literally about the dryness in the air. This is just um, not getting enough things that you want or that you expect. Uh, there is no drought of this podcast. There are so many episodes. And, um, you know, when I finish the D's, there might be a little bit of a drought because I'm going to take a little bit of time off before I start the E's. But it won't be forever, I hope. I plan that it won't be forever. And, uh, and then it'll come back. And then you will be so happy and you will say, oh, good, the drought ended. Droughtiness is a noun. Droughty is an adjective. This is from the Old English drugath, which is from drugian, which means to dry up, akin to the Old English drig, drig, that means dry, and there's more at the word dry, so it's all about being so, so dry. Uh, uh, there's a drought in my mouth because I'm dry. Um, I Is there a drought going on in California right now? I feel like there was, although California is weird. It's so big. They've got fires. They've got droughts. They've got too much rain. They've got earthquakes. They've got all the things going on all at the same time. It depends on what which part of California you're talking about. Boop, 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 boop. The next word is drove. D-R-O-V-E. First form noun from before the 12th century. One, a group of animals driven or moving in a body. Oh, there's a whole there's a whole drove of animals coming. Get out of their way because you don't want to get trampled by the drove. Two, a large number. The synonym is crowd. This is usually used in plural, especially with the word in, as in came in droves. All the people came to see uh, somebody perform a show. They came in droves. They're just huge, huge crowds, crowds and crowds and crowds. That it was a huge drove of people. This is from the Old English, draf, which is from drifan. I don't know how to say it. That means to drive. And there's more at the word drive. So yes, uh, when we had drive, there was a whole thing about driving the animals uh, from pasture to pasture. And uh, so once they've been driven, they uh, they were drove. They became a drove. They were droven. I don't think that's a word. Um, next word. It's the second form of drove. And this is the past form of drive. So the animals had been drove they were drove from one place to another that's why they're drove drover noun from the 15th century no this is not this is not cute carly grover this is drover it's one who drives cattle or sheep they're they're a drove the drover that's a weird it seems like they should be a driver but i guess both words are fine they are a drover because they're driving the drove. Drown is next. Verb from the 14th century. Uh, we, have, we have one intransitive definition, which is to become drowned. So 
to become drowned, I guess if you are the one who is drowning, uh, this is when you use the intransitive. I became drowned when I was drowned. And here are transitive definitions 1A. To suffocate by submersion, especially in water. This sounds like possibly one of the worst ways to die. Oh, I just can't, can't even imagine how terrible that must be. You're stuck underwater for whatever reason, and you suffocate. I mean, hopefully, if you're in this situation, you're already unconscious, and so you're not aware of the drowning, because if you are aware that you are about to drown, that I just that's just got to be the worst. That's, I can't, I can't, I can't. I just can't. It freaks me out. Oh, I have to take some breaths <laughs> to get past that one. 1B, to submerge especially by a rise in the water level. Oh, I, I feel like I have to back up and mention, um, well, this is a callback to uh, the previous episode. After I dropped out of society, after I dropped out of college and I took my, uh, my trip to Hawaii, um, I was on a beach and there was nobody around and the waves were huge and awesome and I love to play in the waves and so I decided to go into the waves and see what that was like and then I promptly almost drowned. I literally did almost drown. The waves were so strong and uh, the water wasn't, it was deep enough that I couldn't stand and uh, the way, every, every time I tried to get up to the surface, the waves would just push me down. And I was down there for a pretty long time. And I genuinely don't know how I got to the surface. I didn't know which direction was up, what way to go. I kept on tumbling and tumbling. And finally, finally, I made it up to the surface and back to the sand. Uh, and I just had to sit there for a while and get my bearings and come back to life. But um, that was one of the most scary situations when I literally almost drowned. Oh, not not fun. One star. I highly cannot recommend that. Uh, okay, 1B. To submerge, especially by a rise in the water level, as in villages drowned by the flooding river. So the water level has risen. There's no drought here. There's too much water, in fact, and so uh, it, it rises, the water rises, and then it uh, gets into the village, and, uh, and so it be, it's becoming submerged. The village, the people are being submerged by the water, so that's another way to use the word drown. 1C, to soak, drench, or cover with a liquid. Something being inside of a liquid is being drowned. 2 to engage deeply and strenuously. And uh, who is doing the engaging? It's it's just yourself, your oneself, to engage oneself deeply and strenuously. I am drowning myself in this podcast. It's very strenuous work. Uh, as in, a better example probably, that's pretty similar, drowned himself in work. That's usually what people do. Maybe not the best idea to drown yourself, to just work constantly. Uh, you you got to make sure that you get enough sleep, that you eat at the right times, and you get you get all the things that you need. Uh, don't, don't overly work yourself. Drown is not the happiest of words. 
If you're drowning, it's probably not good. Three, to cause not to be heard by making a loud noise. Uh, And the thing that you are causing not to be heard is a sound. Uh, And this is usually used with the word out. So you would say drown out. And um, so you're drowning out a sound. So if you if you make a loud sound like maybe there's the um the guy comes around with the with the leaf blower or uh the 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 lawnmower that's really loud and it goes it's maybe drowning out all the other sounds maybe you're trying to have a conversation with your neighbor over the fence and then the machine comes around and it has drowned you out and you can't hear anything number 4a to drive out, um, and what we're driving out is a sensation or an idea. To drive out as a sensation or an idea, as in drowned his sorrows in liquor. Probably not the best idea. Sometimes it feels like the right thing to do in the moment, but maybe there are more constructive ways to uh, get rid of your sorrows, to drive out your ideas, your feelings, your sensations. Meditation, try that. Talking to somebody, try that. If there is somebody to talk to. For B, the synonym is overwhelm. I am overwhelmed by all of these words. I feel like these words are drowning me, but don't worry, I'm taking them little bit by little bit, piece by piece, and I will I will I will drown you, dictionary. I don't even know what that means. The next word is drowned, but this, you would think that it would end in an E-D, but no, it ends just in a D, D-R-O-W-N-D. And this is the non-standard variation of the word drown, so I guess some people just say drowned. Now, I don't know why they wouldn't have put this in where they show these other forms, the other spellings. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't have just put that there instead of give it its own entry. But uh, I guess some people just say drowned when they're mean to say drown. Because you can say drowned as the past tense, but that's not what this is. It's just another way to say drown. Moving on to the last word. It's the first form of the word drowse, D-R-O-W-S-E, verb from 1573, starting with intransitive. Number one, to be inactive is drowse. Hmm. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Number two, to fall into a light slumber. Oh, yes, I just want to drowse off. Recently, I've been having a having trouble uh, falling into my slumber. I get into bed, and I just feel like I'm laying there for a while. And that's not any fun. Here's transitive one, to make drowsy or inactive. Oh, so you, you're the one who's controlling the situation here. You are making something else drowsy. How do you do that? Is uh, maybe the book is drowsing me because it makes me sleepy? Maybe uh, this podcast is uh, making you a little sleepy. I'm drowsing you to sleep right now. 
That would be great if this was happening right here in the moment. Are you drowsing? Are you are you getting sleepy? You are getting sleepy. You are going to sleep. You are going to dream of words and definitions and my voice and also pink elephants. You are very inactive trying to get to sleep. Don't wake up. Number two, to pass drowsily or in drowsing. And the thing that you are passing is time. Passing time drowsily. Hmm. I feel like I might pass time drowsily today. I'm a little sleepy. Uh, okay, this is probably akin to the Gothic word drusan, which means to fall. And there's more at the word dreary. Falling down to sleep is drowse. Becoming inactive. Yes, if I just all of a sudden become inactive, I will fall. Okay, it's time for the word of the episode. Word of the episode time. Dropship, dropshot, dropsicle, dropsy, drop tank, drop top, drop volley, drop zone, drosky, drosophila, dross, drought, drove, drove, drover, drown, drowned, and drowse. Okay, let's take a closer look at these words. I definitely like the word dropsicle. I don't love what it means. I don't like, you know, being swollen, filled with water. But the word is good, dropsicle. Uh, let's see. There, we got the, we got the, uh, the fruit flies. We got the, the scum on the molten metal. I don't love droughts. And I don't like drowning. I don't love those at all. Um, maybe, where did, let, let's just pick drop shot as the word of the episode. Uh, now I'm trying to think of what, how to sing a song, because that's what I do, how to sing a song about drop shot. The tennis ball is in my hand, I throw it up to the sky, and then I smack it with my tennis racket. But not too hard, not too hard, because I want to do a drop shot. It just gently goes over the net. It's a drop shot. It falls, it falls, it falls to the clay court. It's a drop shot. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. I hope you are appreciating this uh, because I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't appreciate this at all. All right, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.